Today's episode is sponsored by an upcoming movie called If. We don't go to the theater a lot as a family, mostly because it's tough to find a movie we're all going to like, but If is one of those movies. It comes out in theaters May 17th. I saw the trailer the other day, and we ended up watching the trailer multiple times to check out all the different imaginary friends that are in it. Some of them are what you would think an imaginary friend would be like, a nice-looking monster kind of. But other ones are so random, like this one that's a knight and one's a dragon and one is just a banana. And it gets wilder too, but I'm not going to spoil it all for you. The movie is about this girl who can see imaginary friends. And she goes on this magical adventure to reconnect forgotten imaginary friends with their kids. I know me and my kids are going to enjoy going to the theater for this one. And the cast has tons of our favorite performers like Ryan Reynolds, John Krasinski, Maya Rudolph, Matt Damon, John Stewart, Sam Rockwell, Emily Blunt. John Krasinski wrote the movie inspired by his own kid's imagination to be funny and exciting for all ages. It looks like a real slam dunk. The movie If releases in theaters May 17th and we are totally going, so check it out. Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Kid Stories Podcast. I'm Phil Bechtel. Before I get started today, I want to mention a fun new way to enjoy these stories. At kidstoriespodcast.com is a fun drawing video. This video is a step-by-step drawing of a character from a recent episode. This way, you can watch the video and draw along with me. And over time, I'll be posting more videos showing how to draw different things from the Kid Stories podcast episodes. So go check that out and we can draw together. Now, on to today's episode. Last time on Lomain Mansion Part 1, we were looking into Ben-Ben's past, and we met his sister named Stella Skye. They had a pretty sweet Lomain noodle shop, but had to blow it up because the evil gloops were taking over the island. Now, we rejoin Ben-Ben and Stella as they are on the run from the gloops, trying to reach Port Town to sail away before they get caught. This is Low Main Mansion, Part 2. Stella and Ben-Ben had just blown up their restaurant, the Low Main Mansion, and a bunch of gloops along with it. Now they ran down Cloud Hill, knowing that they were probably going to need to run the entire way to Port Town. Stella was, of course, upset about everything going on. Everything they had worked for just got blown up. Still, Stella couldn't help but smile a bit, knowing that they had just obliterated a whole pack of gloops before running off. The gloops were slow, but they seemed to be everywhere these days, and it might be tough for Stella and Ben-Ben to avoid them. A few hours later, they found themselves in a dense forest, There were no gloops in sight. They decided to stop and eat and rest a bit. As they were finishing up their food in silence, they heard a scream from off in the distance. It sounded like a girl yelling, but they couldn't quite understand what she was saying. Ben-Ben and Stella ran through the forest toward the source of the sound. They reached the edge of the woods and saw a young girl using a shovel to fend off a group of gloops. They had her backed up against a large stone jutting up from the ground. It was too steep for her to climb, so she was kind of trapped. 
They watched as some gloops kept trying to get at her with their weapons. She was doing pretty good, though. She would dodge one of their weapons and then swing at them with her shovel. The shovel would splash off large chunks of their gloop, making them smaller and smaller. Unfortunately, she wasn't going to be able to keep this up for long. She was obviously worn out, and the gloops just kept coming and coming. Stella and Ben-Ben knew they had to help. Stella ran down the edge of the forest and got into position closer to the gloops. Once Stella was closer, she noticed something peculiar. There were four cats surrounding this little girl, and they all seemed to be trying to protect her. They were swatting at the gloops when they got the chance, but weren't very effective against these gloop soldiers. Once Stella was in position, Ben-Ben shot his arrow right into one of the gloops. The arrow stuck harmlessly into its side. It didn't hurt it at all. Ben-Ben knew this would happen. It was only a distraction. The gloops all turned to see Ben-Ben standing at the edge of the forest with his bow. Stella and the girl, and the cats, took this opportunity to attack. The girl began swinging furiously at an evil gloop, and Stella leaped from the edge of the woods. She surprised the closest one, and with a flurry of attacks from her swords, she knocked the sword and shield away from the gloop. Meanwhile, one of the gloops rolled back to fight Ben-Ben. The other two moved in to attack the girl. As one of the gloops neared the girl, a cat moved in to protect her. The cat rushed at the gloop, leaping into the air with its sharp claws out. It was slashing wildly, and once it reached the gloop, it stuck right inside of it. It went, gloop, and was suspended right in the middle of this gloop with a surprised look on its face like, hey, get me out of this gloop. The girl yelled, Henrietta! She panicked and reached right into the gloop's body and grabbed her cat. But then the gloop tried surrounding her, too, with all its gloopiness. It tried to smush into the girl and capture her in its body as well. She did her best to fight it off, but she was struggling. Luckily, Stella was more than an accomplished ninja. She was also a wizard. Stella knew how to do a very special kind of magic. She could move objects from one place to another with her mind. And in this case, she was going to move this awful gloop soldier high into the air. She focused her mind on the gloop. She held out a hand toward it and tapped into the magic deep within herself. She raised her hand and the gloop raised up as well. It began making loud blurbling sounds and moving from side to side, trying to get out of Stella's magical grasp. The girl held tight onto her cat, and the gloop schlupped right up into the air and off the girl and the cat. Stella raised her hands higher and higher into the air and raised the gloop high above the large rock nearby. When it was right above the large rock, she let go, and the gloop dropped hard, splashing onto the stone and exploding like a water balloon. Ew, gross, said the girl. She was practically covered in the stuff now. She was a bit distracted from being covered in slime and didn't see another gloop lunge for her. Stella noticed, though. There wasn't any time to engage it in hand-to-hand combat, so Stella used a bit of her mysterious magic. She reached out with her hand and focused her magic at the attacking gloop, and in an instant, the gloop disappeared. It simply blipped out of existence. 
Ben-Ben was finishing up battling some other gloops near the edge of the forest. The girl, kind of covered in gloop slime, said, Whoa! He disappeared! Where did he go? Well, I don't exactly know, said Stella. That's why I don't like to use that magic so often. Only in emergencies, you know, since I'm not exactly sure where those things are disappeared to. Wow, said the girl, pretty impressed. That's amazing, though. You're amazing. You guys saved me. Ben-Ben approached now, joining Stella and the girl. Are you all right? he asked. What's your name? I'm okay. My name's Bussy, and these are my cats. This is Bungleberry, Meowchester, Stinklebeans, and this one covered in gloop is Henrietta Farterson. I got kind of lost in that forest there, and then I stumbled out into this gloop patrol and... Well, you know the rest, said Bussy. Where are you headed? asked Stella. Oh, I'm heading over to Elmwood, said Bussy. I have an aunt who lives there. I've been traveling for days. I used to live over by the coast, and the gloops came weeks ago, and we heard that Elmwood was safe, so I'm going to live there with my aunt. Ben-Ben and Stella looked at each other, wondering which of them would break the news to poor Bussy. Listen, Bussy, Elmwood is empty, said Stella. Well, not empty, exactly. It's likely full of gloops. We just came from there. Your aunt probably had to leave before you arrived. Bussy said nothing. She just stood there looking at the ground, wondering how she was going to get by out here with the gloops everywhere, and now she didn't know where her family was, and suddenly she felt like she had nothing. Well, come with us, suggested Stella. We're heading to Port Town to get on a boat out of here. Everyone is. That's probably where your aunt went anyway. We'll all get there safely and get away from these awful gloops. Bussy felt good to hear this from Stella. After seeing Stella's magical abilities and being rescued by her and Ben-Ben, she felt safe with them, as safe as she could feel anyway. Then so, the three wandering refugees and four cats kept low and quiet, heading for Port Town, avoiding gloops, and hoping to start a new life in a new place. The End Thanks for listening to today's episode. Be sure to head to the website and check out the new drawing video. If you have any questions, would like to request a shout-out, or share your own drawing, feel free to email me at kidstoriespodcast at gmail.com. Adios.